Welcome to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. Here is your host, Bill Faith. Hey, short-term rental pros, this is Bill Faith. I want to tell you about a secret weapon that I've been using for quite some time to build my email list. There's nothing that does it faster and also helps us relieve the dependence on the OTAs, Airbnb and VRBO, then StayFi. If you've never heard of StayFi, it's just, it's a platform that connects to your router to where when guests check in, not just the booking guests, but every guest, they log into it to access your Wi-Fi. Just like when you stay at a hotel or you'd walk into a coffee shop. It's super simple, there's no friction, but most importantly, this allows you to grow your email list by your occupancy rate and not just by the booker. So you can do it four times faster, six times faster, or in my case, 10 to 15 times faster. There is a reason that I do 41% direct bookings. It's because I use a platform like StayFi to build my email list so fast, and then I have my 200-day funnel to go in and actually bring them back to stay with me again and again. Impressive, right? So here's the bonus. No contracts needed. All you need to do is use my name, the code Bill, B-I-L-L, for an exclusive 50% off your first three months with StayFi. And this is not just about attracting new guests, it's about transforming one-time visitors into lifelong ambassadors and return guests. So check it out. StayFi, it's my secret weapon, and I want it to be yours as well. Look, to lock in your StayFi discount and start cultivating your engaged guest list, go to stayfi.com slash bill. That's stayfi.com slash bill. Yep, that's my name, and watch your booking soar. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to STR Unfiltered. I'm Bill Faith, your host. Uh, if this is your first time listening, man, have you jumped into probably what I'm anticipating to be one of the best episodes we've ever had? I have a very, very special guest today. Uh, he is a modern day media mogul. He is a brand builder. He literally helped start The View. He's built brands and worked with Steve Harvey, Grant Cardone, Mel Robbins, Judge Pirro. When you talk about a baller, this is the baller. This is the top of the food chain, everybody. So grab your pencils, make sure that you have your controls ready to hit pause and go back and re-listen because the knowledge bombs that are going to be dropped here on personal brand building is going to be something that you've never, ever heard before. That I promise you. So without further ado, I'm going to bring in my super special guest, Mr. Hank Norman. How are you today, my friend? I'm great, Bill. How are you? I am. Uh, I'm, I'm stoked. I've never been so jacked to have somebody on my podcast, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, Grant Cardone, Mel Robbins, The View, The Oxygen Network, you've worked with ABC. Kind of, I know I didn't do your intro justice. Who is Hank Norman and, and kind of how did you get involved in this stuff? Can I start somewhere else first? Wherever you want, man. So when you start this show, it's my biggest pet peeve. Everybody says, hey, everybody. If you think of your audience as the single person consuming, it literally changes the entire game. There you go, folks. There's knowledge bomb number one. Because Not all fun. of us. There you go. Stop thinking plurality. So imagine what it would feel like to sit down and make we're making this content i only have one person in mind the person who's sitting there consuming it that's the only thing i can think about look at this guys see i just did it again i said guys right it's the individual and this is one of the fundamental mistakes and hank has you know coached me on this and i still make those mistakes you guys think i'm perfect it's it's not even close 
So, and I keep saying guys, I keep saying you, I'm talking to everybody that's listening. That's mistake number one. You know why you do it? I don't. Because it fee- it's easier. It feels safe. Because it's not, it's not what you know and feel this medium demands, which is transparency, authenticity, vulnerability. And we feel safer in plurality. If I'm talking to a group of people, I don't have to make a one-on-one connection. I don't have to talk to one person. I don't have to, I don't have to actually reveal my true self. That's crazy, but you're so fucking right. It's crazy. That is insane. You look, did you feel it? Cause I did. It's scary. I felt, I feel, I feel it every time. It's scary. Like you're, you actively consciously make a connection to the single person that's watching you through that lens. It fucks your mind. It makes you, it changes everything. How do I get rid of that crutch, whether on podcast, social media, real stage, whatever? I would start my first note to you is the presentational version we all develop from a very young age. You become, I mean, I, re, I have a 13 year old daughter and I remember my wife would record her as a toddler and turn the phone. As soon as my daughter would see the phone go like this and she saw she was being recorded before she had the ability to speak. Before she possessed language, if she saw that she was being recorded, she changed her performance. She changed how she was acting. That's natural. That's natural because we know we're going to be judged. We know someone's going to see that at a later date. We know that now this is opening us up to more people than just what's happening here. I'm being judged otherly, so I need to behave correctly. So our first instinct is to behave correctly. And behaving correctly is this performance version of who we are and how we speak. We don't talk like this. I have to remind myself to bring my energy down, my voice down, slow my tempo, slow my energy, and actually make a conscious intention. To to answer your question, every time I press record, I do a mental check where I'm like, who am I talking to? What's the single person sitting there? Who's the ideal person I need to get this? Because without that beat, I don't have a North Star. Why the fuck am I saying that? Why are you saying anything you say into that camera? Because it has to be impacting me on some level. And so if you don't have me on, in mind, if you don't know, because in a normal world, before all this shit, right, we knew who we were talking to because that person stood in front of us. So there was zero problem going, dude, I know how to fucking, I can help you, dude. I know you. And if it was another person, you would speak another way. You now have to make that way up. That's the acting piece to social media. So you have to make up your audience. You have to make up that single person, your avatar, your ideal person you want to connect with and here's the problem with that i already felt it for myself i don't know if i felt it for you bill but i feel it for thousands because i've been teaching this forever that's all of a sudden feels limiting you know like now i'm not talking to a bunch of people now i'm not talking in plurality now i'm not talking to everybody now i'm not appealing to the most amount of people i'm not doing the thing i want to do and by going for the most you actually miss everybody when you go for the few when you go for the one then you start to hit everybody. It's counterintuitive. Hey, it's just facts. Let me ask you the million dollar question because I'm thinking it and I'm sure a lot of the listeners are thinking it. The one listener that's out there, that individual that wants to build their brand. You've worked with some major brands. You've built some huge people, some huge shows. I'm just going to hone in on two, two of the, at least two of the bigger ones that I know. Grant Cardone, Mel Robbins. And I've seen some of the things you did with Mel, like walking her into serious radio and coaching her as she goes in. Did they have the same issue when they were starting? Uh, Mel did for sure. Grant was already had been in car sales for so long that he was used to make. So 
The reason I personally believe in meeting Grant 12, 13 years ago, before he was the Grant we know today. Before he became Uncle G to everybody. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was just literally Steve and I went to his, he used to live in Lionel Richie's house in the Hollywood Hills. And we went to his house and he had just hired Jared in to, run, to start to run sales for him. And the reason I saw both Steve and I were like, oh, this guy's got it. Because in sales, when if you do cold calling, like obviously Grant has done and knows really well, you know you're talking to that person. And so he just took that sales phone skill and brought it to social. Most of us don't have that practice. Most of us don't know. I have spent, uh, not Mel per se, but I have coached the world's top coaches. I mean, I've had, the, being able to coach Tim, a Tim story I stole more from Tim's story than I ever poured into him and helping people can, and Tim taught me so much because growing up and, and actually being a practicing pastor and preacher, I was teaching him the singularity. He was teaching me the plurality of literally understanding, particularly in person as a preacher, Tim is aware of this whole other element that I never was coming up in TV, which is he believes and sees and understands his only job this is really, really important and weird when you start to think about it. How can you do it, particularly with individuals? But as a pastor, he sees his only role as taking the audience on an emotional journey. So he's doing call and response. He's checking in with an audience. He's rising and falling in his tone and his speech patterns in order to take the listener, the viewer, on an emotional journey. If you add that to the toolbox, that you're only speaking to one person and you're taking that person on an emotional journey along with you, and you put the foundation of what value are you adding? What are you teaching them? Game over. Pastors are amazing speakers because they know how to connect with the individual. I mean, Chris, who's my COO, Hank, he calls my church Six Flags Over Jesus. I literally sit in there every Sunday with 7,000 people. And I sit in that my family sits in the top row or not the top row, but on the second level. And every time it feels like he's looking straight at me, like he's talking straight at me. I now get what you're saying because I can resonate that back to the way that I feel with 7,000 other people. I think it's what Taylor Swift does so well when she's on stage and right how she connects with that individual. There's 72,000 people in that one friendship bracelet. She points at him and she makes eye contact. Is that kind of what you're you're talking about here? It's I actually have a Taylor Swift story, not anything personal, just it actually involves Taylor. And you don't have to wonder why she's number one when I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. When my daughter was three, four, five and getting into all those songs, I don't I'm not a fan. I'm not a Taylor, I'm not a Swifty, but whatever, sue me. But <laughs> my wife's a producer for Good Morning America. So the GMA is on every morning uh, in our house. And I guess ABC Disney has a deal with Taylor because she makes announcements about what she's doing for GMA, on GMA first. And I'm literally ignoring the TV like I am. My wife's either half watching or waiting for her piece to come on, doing her job with the TV on. And I'm passing through the living room at 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. And a video comes up. It's Taylor. Um, but I'm not paying attention. I'm, I'm moving through the living room. And she goes, I just wanted to thank you. And I literally stop in my tracks and I come back to the TV and I look at the TV and she's like, you're the reason I'm here. And I'm like, a part of me was like, you know what? She's right. 
And I'm like, wait a minute. I am not a fan. I don't listen to her songs. I have no business taking credit in her success at all. Zero. And in that moment, she made me take credit for her success. She spoke to me. She literally took the time to look in the camera lens and thank me. She thanked me, dude. Taylor Swift thanked me. And I felt it. If you do that, it doesn't matter the size of the stage. Because that message, when you just say, why, oh, you, there's no, nothing else you have to do when you, dude, Granite was nice enough to put me on the stage in Vegas, dude. I think it was 13,000 people. I made that my only job that I wanted to make sure instead of getting lost in the arena that Michael Jackson had played, that I was going to make a single connection with a single person when I walked out on that growth con stage. That, yes, when you take that responsibility, it's a game changer. 100%. Is there any commonalities between the successful people that have built bigger personal brands that yes. we should be looking at as individuals yes. that are really at the beginning stage of building our personal brands? Yes. The scariest thing for anybody and beginners in particular is the journey into what we tend to call and feel is oversharing, which is What's true vulnerability? What's it? What should I really be saying in order to connect to my audience and not just for the trickery or the storytelling aspect of connection, but for the actual meaning, the actual intention should be, I'm you. Like when I watch your videos, Bill, I'm like, he knows what it's like to, even though you're super advanced in the real estate game, I'm not, well, I'm not at all, even though I'm in, I'm upstate, I'm in my second home. Like, I'm not, I don't know nothing about real estate, but I don't know anything about what you know. And what I try to encourage, quote unquote, experts, what I try to encourage anybody, Taylor Swift, Judge Janine, Grant in particular, I have a whole Grant story about this exact idea. It's how do you place yourself at the scene where you used to be? How do you place yourself at the scene of what are you going through right now that's a problem and a struggle? How do you be open and honest and real and really real, not make it up, but actually open up to it? Your problems, how are you finding those solutions? How are you, what are you struggling with right now? And that idea of asking a person, asking an expert to say, I don't have the answer and I'm working on this. That feels so antithetical to where people think they need to be in placing themselves in the spotlight, that that's a real tough one to teach. I see that a lot with Mel, as I never followed Mel until we started a relationship with you and Steve. And even recently, I see her posting photos of her laying in bed with no makeup on, which is like the thing that no woman ever wants to do, right? And she gets raw, she gets real behind the scenes. And it was probably about three months ago, and a couple of, I think it was Savannah, Kristen, Steve, and Steve's like, dude, I was struggling on my weight loss journey. And he's like, you need to tell people about that, that you're not perfect. And it's literally the, the most engaged Instagram post that I've ever had. It took me two weeks to get up enough gumption to take a fat picture and talk about that because that's a hard thing. And I think that's something that's really challenging for us as beginners on this journey to really understand that because I think there's, we're, we're all afraid of haters, Hank. Grant does a really good job of shutting his haters down and, you know, facing them. Uh, going face to face with them on social media, but we don't want people to say negative things about us. We don't want to get fat shamed. We've seen it happen to Kim Kardashian and, you know, to 
Jessica Simpson and all these people that are put up on this pedestal. So I think that it scares us, you know, to be honest with you. But that's really what you're saying is one of the big breakthroughs. And it's happened for me. I've seen what's happened to the connections and the DMs have happened to me since I've started sharing more of that real stuff as well. But I think that's probably, at least for me, that's been the hardest thing. It is for everybody. I mean, in all honesty, Steve and I probably spent the first year and a half just tackling that issue with Mel. That was Mel's, Mel's like, I'm getting into this. I want to be in TV and be quote unquote famous and known because I want, I want people to like me. Sue me. I'm insecure and I like people to like me. And right. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Yes. I get, yes, 100%. But that's not how it works. You can't just constantly appeal to being liked because that's not likable. What is the, the, the ground rules? Why does somebody need to build their personal brand? I think a lot of people that have never done it miss why it's important to them and as, as a professional in business, you know, even in personal life, why should somebody that has never thought about this consider it? Well, to me, it's a, it's a coin with two sides. One is the personal growth you'll experience, which is the side I prefer to live on just because I've been doing this, this exact role of coaching the world's top coaches for 15 years. And I've just seen those people blossom. But in your growth phase, that attraction to people who are seeking growth information, knowledge, and want to follow you doing that, there's no greater attraction to you, your brand, your business, your products, than you putting yourself out there. Not just from the first step where a lot of people live, stay, learn, live, and stay, which is, oh, here's, I got information for you, like 90 some percent. The reason it's such a breakout idea is because if you just doom scroll for 20 minutes through TikTok or Reels, Everybody's giving information, right? Information. Here's here five places to shop and three things to don't do. But, 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 but there's nothing. There's no reason to follow them because that's not about them. They're just doing the first rule, which is you have to add value to my life somehow. And here's some information you need. Boom. Thank you. But I don't need you. I don't need you to give me that information. When you enter the game of I want my people to start showing up and I'm going to start talking about what I'm doing, that's the personal brand. People out there, influencers, to me, that's not a personal brand. You're just giving me information. And it's awesome. Great. And that you might have hundreds of thousands of followers, but you ain't a fucking talent. You ain't, you ain't going to get a show. No one's going to call you and say, we need you to do X, Y, or Z. There's no next level just out of disseminating information. I can get that from, dude, I use chat GPT and Bard every single day now. I'm talking to my phone. I can get answers in two seconds now. I don't really need you for answers. I need you being on purpose and on mission, living your life and sharing what you're going through, or I'm actually not personally interested. That's a really interesting point. And, you know, just about everybody in, in our side of the space that does what we do to any type of a level, they don't even have to be as public as myself. They all want to be on HGTV. Can they get there just sharing their tips? Or is it really more, it's more about the lifestyle, the behind the scenes, right? That's why you see husbands and wives and you see the brothers and it's property brothers and it's the wife and the, it's like, it's a, it's so much about the personal preferences, interpersonal relationships, what they truly like, what they're interested in. People think they have to be agnostic as to preferences or let me pick things that have, I don't want to tell you why. If you told me why you're buying properties, which you do, which I love, 
that I'm more interested in than the actual property buy because I'm getting invested in you and your life and what you what you're up to. That's where you actually develop a fan base. That's where you actually develop followers and and a, and a tribe of people that you know are your ride and die people that will follow you anywhere. I want to make sure all of you. Let me start that over. I want to make sure you heard Thank what you. Hank just said, right? See, he's coaching me while we're going through this. What Hank just said is Hank doesn't give a shit about the property that you just bought. Neither do your guests or whoever you're attracting to try to stay at your property. He's attracted to why you purchased that property. So if you are a husband and wife school teacher that lives in Ogallala, Nebraska, and you just bought your first two bedroom cabin for $300,000, you know, in Logan, Ohio, that's great. Show them the, the property, but most importantly on social, tell them why you bought it, because this is going to help you get to retirement earlier. This is going to be a second home. This is an investment for your kids, whatever it is. Tell them that why, because that's really what you want to see, right, Hank? Yes. And give me the pre-why. So you got to the why. So I love your, this is why you're awesome, Bill. You, your ability to summarize is like you're in the top 1%. If you're That's awesome. The pre-why is the interesting piece, which is the drama, which is I've coached husband and wife. I've coached teams of people for eons. And when I tell them this idea, they 99.9% .9 shut it down, which is turn the camera on when the two of you are discussing why you should or should not buy it. No one wants to put that out there. No one. That's the view. That's, That's why there's so much drama on the view, right? That's what we're all interested in. We're interested in the car wreck on the side of the road. We're interested We're interested. In opinion. I'm interested to hear your wife's point of view. I'm interested in your point of view. Can I go, oh, A, it's interesting and it's entertaining. Let's just say that it's drama, it's, it's, it's conflict, it's resolution, it's story. So it just is that thing. But let me tell you on a business level, it makes complete sense. If I watch you have that discussion with your wife, now I'm ready. For, now I got to have the same conversation with my wife when I tell her I want to buy a property. Yep. So you're not going to let me into the conversation of seeing, oh, and maybe I have the objections of anybody else. It's just educational fundamentally. How you arrive at an answer is way more important than the answer. So the pre-why is where you start. 100%. Don't start at the why. You got to show the view has controversy. You know, everybody that's built a big individual brand on social in this world has what, Hank? An opinion. All, and when I started working with you guys, I'm a very opinionated individual, but I thought I needed to play it safe in the middle. And the middle in anything doesn't fucking win. You're either at the bottom or you're at the top, right? So, and I think that's the big thing that I hear you saying is start early before, before whatever you're going to put on social media, take two steps backwards and then start there and work your way back up to what you're going to post and make sure you have a fucking opinion. Because if you don't have an opinion, nobody's going to want to listen to you. You know who I love? Sean Mike. That dude has an opinion about everything. And Sean's actually going to be doing your intro at the SDR Wealth Conference because he's speaking right before your session on the first day. Sean is extremely opinionated. He's a billionaire, built a billion-dollar company, I should say. And what's interesting to me, and this is the other thing I want to ask you about. So I kind of stay in my lane of the real estate side, and then I do my family stuff. Sean. That dude is like talking about picking football games and Joe Biden and all these different things. And I think a lot of us are afraid, like I would never mention our president, whether I'm for or against Democratic or Republican. He's, 
he has no qualms about that. What are your thoughts on on that type of discussion and that type of topics that, that Sean covers? So I've had this conversation a lot, and it always comes down to how you started, which is what battles are you willing to fight? Like do, if you want to create, like knowing you're going to take a side, so you're going to take a left, right, up, down, front, back, doesn't matter. You take an opinion. You, you take have a stance. There's got to be someone that's not in that camp. So right. now you want to have that conversation to some degree on and on. Like it's a personal preference in, in that. Do you want to engage in that activity? That's up to you. It's just another, you, you said you've now you signed up for another sport. Cool. Right. That makes total sense. So if I'm listening to this today and I'm getting excited to see you at the conference, what's the first thing? I mean, we got just over two months between now and before they actually get to see you on stage. And then the super secret workshop that we haven't announced yet that we'll be doing that night. What should they do to start building their brand? What's the first step for people? I mean, the first step where I've graduated to teaching this more than it, this just singularly more than a decade, bringing all my years of TV into the condensation that our phone created around the media. In all honesty, I see a lot of people trying to make content about shit they don't actually care about. You have to find the Yang, even if you are, if you're in, even in real estate, even if you're in Airbnb, which is a subset of real estate, the more you niche, the more you tell me this little thing, one, two, three things, if you can identify three things in your life and business that dovetail, that you're like, this is what I love about it. This is why I'm driven to do it. If you can tell me, you can make a video explaining to me, looking in that lens, speaking to one person, you telling me this is why you love this. This is what drives you to get all those Airbnbs. This is what drives you to decorate your single Airbnb. I, you, you talk, I love that you talk about it. Telling me why that lights you up. Now I understand so much more about the content you're going to start to populate more of because now you're opening yourself up to having that conversation with other people who have similar tastes. That is awesome. And by the way, just everybody, well, the one person that I'm talking to right now, I just created content in 30 seconds by hiding my phone down here and shooting Hank as he's telling you exactly what you need to do. That will be on my Instagram stories. It'll be on TikTok. It'll be on Facebook. It'll be everywhere within five minutes of the time that Hank and I wrap up. Hank, you are just fucking amazing. And I appreciate you coming on today. I look forward to actually getting to meet you in person uh, in February at the SGR Wealth Conference. And those of you that if you're looking to build your personal brand, Hank and his business partner, Steve Carlos, are the founders of Two Market Media. I'll put their link inside the show links. You can go to hanknorman.com. Um, I'll put a link to Hank's website in the, the show notes as well. Make sure you get your SGR Wealth Conference ticket for the 2024 conference in Nashville, February 5th through the 8th. Hank is going to be keynoting the first day. And then in the coming weeks after the release of this, we're going to announce uh, a private workshop that Hank and his team will be doing later that night. Hank, thank you so much, my friend. I really appreciate all of your wisdom and thank you for everything you've done for me and have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thanks, Bill. You too, man. A pleasure to see you. The STR Unfiltered Podcast is brought to you by Market My STR, the ultimate all-in-one marketing platform for short-term rental hosts. Are you tired of juggling multiple marketing tools? Say goodbye to the hassle and make your life as a host a breeze with Market My STR. 
Boost your booking rates and increase your revenue in no time with our powerful features. Our platform streamlines your marketing efforts so you can focus on what you do best, providing unforgettable guest experiences. Whether you're a newcomer or a seasoned host, Mark on My STR has got you covered. Stay connected with your guests using our comprehensive set of communication tools. From custom landing pages to text messages, email marketing, and social media integration, we provide all the tools you need to elevate your short-term rental business. Streamline your operations, enhance your guest experience today. Don't settle for less so we can have it all. Make the switch to Mark on My STR's all-in-one marketing platform and watch your business soar. Visit MarketMySTR.com today to sign up for your free trial. That's MarketMySTR.com. Elevate your short-term rental business with Mark and my STR. Thank you for listening to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit.